Hi, welcome to another episode of The Consulting Trap. I'm your host, Brian Maddox. With us today is Doug Divert. Welcome, Doug. Hello, hello, Brian. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast, Chef. I'm excited to mix up something really special today. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, you know, we spoke uh, last week and we started talking a little bit about your startup or your how you started uh, Magnify. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the background and history of what you've been doing? Yeah, yeah. So I am pri- primarily a video producing, video marketing, video guy. I used to run a video marketing agency called Crossing River Studios. And ha- I started that company January 5th, 2005. Um, I remember the date is because I had got all my expenses lined up. And then I decided to purchase way too much video production equipment. <laughs> but back in the day, man, January 5th, 2005, back in the day, they didn't have smartphones with all these fantastic video settings on them, man. I was shooting mini DV tape, man, old school, real to real. I have a bunch man. of that. You know what I miss? I miss the flip video camera. Once Cisco or, or uh, I forget who bought them. Remember that one that little had that little uh, USB thing that popped out the top? Yeah, that thing <laughs> yeah, was yeah. that thing was like the very first contributor to viral videos. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, 2005. It was the, it, it was an innocent time back in the exactly. Day. Yeah, I was I was at a Panasonic DVX 100A shot 24P video man up the <laughs> cinematic. I'm like boom man, it's like a this is like a film camera. So way back in the day, but I'd, I'd buy like big things of tape and bulk, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so started off doing that, doing weddings and bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs, and eventually transitioned into videos for businesses and pivoted to be a, a video marketing agency because I was going into pitch meetings with clients to uh, pitch them to make a video. And back in the day, it's still kind of like this today with video production companies. It's, we want to tell your business's story, right? We want to tell your story. We're storytellers at heart, right? And when you're in a pitch meeting with a bunch of other companies vying for business, that they're hearing that that same thing over and over again. Everybody's a storyteller. So if you weren't first in, they would say, well, okay, what, how was it going to cost me to tell my business's story, right? And you instantly became a commodity, and I thought to myself, you know, wh- wh- when I close a client, like what happens? I really reflected on that. I took a day and just like thought through past clients, successful clients, like what happened in that conversation? And what happened was I was talking video marketing. You know, what were they going to do with that video after it was made? Like, why are we sitting here? So when I would go into a pitch meeting, this might be a great tip for anybody is why am I here? Because typically, like, well, you're here for me. And then when you ask them, well, why am I here? It instantly makes you, like, in control of the of the, of the talk. Why am I here? Are you wasting my time, right? Or do I need to be talking to somebody else? So mm-hmm. like, uh, when you ask that question, they go, oh, well, uh, well, reason why you're here. And then they explain their pain. Like, what sparked our meeting today? What, what's, the, what's the pain, right? So anyways, um, I would in that conversation, we would we would be talking video, we have talking business strategy, marketing strategy. Where's this video gonna well, why am I making the video? Oh, because you know, we want to prove our value, or we wanna you know, we, we wanna capture the stories from our clients because we want to increase our conversion rates. <laughs> how many how many times have you have you walked into that meeting and they're like, Yes, we're looking to drive awareness. The two words drive yeah. awareness should <laughs> never be in a sentence yeah. ever again. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, we yeah, though that that's a that's a, that's definitely a high level pain point, right? Yeah, so yeah, let, yeah. let's pull from that awareness bucket 
and see what 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 and how are we trying to do, right? So we're not going to try to shotgun, you know, everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we, I pivoted my video production company to be a video marketing agency, and we started attracting digital marketing agencies wanting to work with us because we understood marketing. We understood the clients, and we really we, we worked with the companies, the, the digital marketing agencies, to really develop a really great video strategy. So in around 2015, we started getting clients asking us about being able to film videos off their smartphones because cameras started getting so good. And I mean, especially when it bumped up to 4K, you're like, four freaking K? And that, that's like, that's crazy, right? Like, why do you need a it's 4K? Way too many Ks. Yeah. It's like, I mean, 4K is great as an editor because you can punch in and stuff like that without having to manually like zoom a camera. That, 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 that part was fantastic, especially when you're shooting video. But for a phone, but anyways, when we started getting so many clients asking us to, 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 they could convert a video they shot off their smartphone, whether it was an expert tip video of the week or mainly it was capturing video testimonials from happy customers because they didn't want to fly somebody or hire a local videographer to go in, spend thousands of dollars to film one video. Right. So um, and then I would I would default back to Brian. No, we got to tell the story of your customer. Right. Because I could charge more. Right. I mean, the, to send a, a human being out to film a video testimonial. Uh, at minimum, we have to charge 550 bucks. I mean, for a basic video, what Magnify does like in a snap, we have to charge $550 for one video, right? Even a right. small business the uh, has to really think through, do I really want to make this video, right? So, and so it got, so it got to the point where it's like, you know what, instead of trying to beat them, why don't we just join them? Why don't we figure out a way to make it easy for them to not just capture a video off their smartphone and just give it to them, right? But actually produce it. And was reading uh, at the time was reading uh, Henry Ford's autobiography, but just real how he got the idea to start the assembly line and stuff like that. And and, and you can have the the famous quote, right? You can have any color car you want as long as it's black, right? So yeah. it, it, I thought to myself, you know what? Ninety plus percent of our customers all want their videos produced the same exact way. They want their logo to come up a little stylized zoom animation. They wanted to fade out, inspirational music, whether it was upbeat or low-key, video testimonial, call to action, call today, learn more, phone number, website address, logo at the very end. And so we just systematized that content creation, taking out the human being out of the, the editing factor and had a, a computer essentially edit the plat, edit the video. So that's how Magnify was born. And I launched Magnify in fall 2017. And I sold my video marketing agency in fall of 2018 because Magnified is, is, was was going in direction I wanted to go. We had an MVP out; it was fantastic. And um, and from there, from there, we launched our white label program, um, which allows digital. We we built it specifically for digital marketing agencies to have their own in-house scalable video marketing service offering. So. Um, so yeah, so that, that that's kind of the high level, man. So- <laughs> So that's super interesting that one of the things that uh, kind of a recurring theme here on the show is, you know, you got to listen to customer data and uh, yeah. you drive to where the customer wants you to go, even if that's not necessarily where you planned on going. Yes. Uh, and yeah. so it sounds like that's that's sort of a mirrored your journey as well. How yeah. and, and I get the sense that you've jumped into the SaaS space with the Magnify platform. So yeah. uh, how did you get the first you know, enough, enough clients on that to, to start paying the bills. Did you subsidize that through the video production business first or, or how did that work out? Yeah. So I was running both companies and 
when I sold my video marketing agency, I, when you sell a business, obviously you, you typically have a two-year non-compete, right? So you, that way you can't sell it and hey, I'm just making more making videos again. And but for me, that I never had to worry about that because I, I had a business coach at the time, and I said to my business coach, I said I could cause for a shot or edited video again in my life. I was just, I was just done with it. And then yeah, thankfully, yeah, yeah. I, I had a great team of people doing all that all all that really great work. And I could focus on what I was really good at, right? So, um. Magnify, I did not take any money out of I lived off of what I sold my my video marketing agency for and then put money back into the company to scale up Magnify. I did not pull out any money from Magnify until the pandemic hit. So for for a good solid two years, just grinding away and focusing on scaling the business up. And um what I would do is I would do video marketing consulting because I hadn't written to the contract. Um, I could at least do video marketing consulting. Because mm. what I would do is I'd meet with businesses one-on-one, help them build a video marketing plan and to create uh, over a hundred pieces of content over the course of a year. And the beauty about it is that I would I would charge them a, a nice con- a, a consulting fee. But in order to execute the plan, they had to sign up for a Magnify account to create all their videos. So I'd build reoccurring revenue that way. So it was literally, it's just kind of one-off clients really building up the platform that way. And to go back to your to your pivot, right? Really listening to your customer is uh, white labeling. I never had any intention to white label the Magnify software. I just want to focus on building Magnify, the Magnify brand as the go to platform for 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 creating simple video content. And we started getting so many requests from digital marketing agencies wanting to white label the platform. It's kind of almost like a hand to the head moment, right? That little emoji, yeah, yeah. just hand to the face moment, because. If you remember what I just what I mentioned earlier, our primary market that we dealt with was digital marketing agencies. I'm like, crap, why did I not see this? And so that's when I built the white label programs really specifically around the digital marketing agency to have their own in-house branded scalable video service that works with or without them. They're letting that way they can literally produce videos for clients with a click of a button, take that content and put it into a social media marketing plan put it on a YouTube channel that embeds the video on their website, puts it in, uh, adds video content to email marketing, all that kind of good stuff. So it was really, um, it was bootstrapping it, man, just grinding it out. And uh, the white though program really was what took off, took the Magnify platform off. And uh, and our regular users, obviously, um, as well, just meeting with regular users, uh, doing live webinars where I, you know, teach video marketing tactics and stuff like that. And because it's great to have the the tool, right? But people, it's like shiny objects, right? They'll get the they'll get the tool like, oh, this is really cool. I'm gonna dive into this. And they don't do anything with it and then they fall off. Right. So you have to have a a a plan so they can learn and apply it and over time, right? It, it takes time for people just to get in and learn something. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so- how did you, you know, as as that happened, the the white labeling uh, sort of concept is maybe foreign to some of our our listeners. So, yeah. um, can you can you talk about what that is? And then uh, I'm really yeah. interested to hear about the challenges that you may have had implementing that. Yeah, yeah. So the white label program, white labeling means essentially you take Magnify's branding completely off of it. And you have your own URL, your own branding everywhere. Magnify is nowhere to be found. So it becomes your own, essentially, e-commerce video marketing platform. 
then we're just kind of like behind the scenes, like uh, powering the whole the whole shebang, right? We're the gasoline that powers your car, in a nutshell, that drives it, right? Gotcha. So that that's the simplest way to uh, the, the the say white labeling, right? Um, and the the biggest challenge, I th- honestly, I think, is because I don't, I mean, I'm not a techie coder guy. Um, I'm a video producing, video marketing guy. It kind of uh, is. Uh, out there in front of people, right? Explaining the platform, selling people on it, getting people excited. The vision, the I use the word vision. I don't feel like I'm a you're the visionary behind the business. I'm not, I don't know, that seems weird to me, but like <laughs> you're you're driving the vision of the business, right? So I'm not a techie coder guy. Right. So to communicate what I wanted in the platform, um, at the very beginning was really tough. Like making sure, like, because developers are really down to the nitty-gritty analytical uh, piece, right? So it was when I instead of what we did, we did feedback back and forth on what needs to be developed. Um, it wasn't until I actually just started doing videos, screen captures, and showing examples like visually what I wanted to see happen is when the light bulb went off um, with the developers too. Like, oh my gosh, we, I wish all of our uh, our clients communicated this way because then we can see exactly what you want, and then that streamlined the process, man. I mean, it's thousands 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 of dollars wasted just on back and forth with text and pictures trying to do design screen. documents on text oh yeah. my gosh like like i anybody asked me like well what you know when, when i'm thinking about developing an app you know <laughs> <laughs> so, well first make sure somebody hasn't already done it first like really do some research right and uh, and then and then if you're gonna do that, you know, carve like figure out like what is an MVP, the a minimum viable product to test in the market to see if it's something. I've seen too many people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars out the gate to um, just to see if they have something, right? Just start off with like the barely basics. Just start getting feedback from people, and 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 just as like I said before, being very. Um, customer driven and what they want don't just throw something against the wall and you tell a customer what you think they should do let the customer dictate what they want to you right because i always tell people all my white level partners and we have a really good community like i'm big on building community so really great community of all the white labels around the world we we do research together we'll r&d rob and duplicate what 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 other people are what we are all doing hey i'm doing this you should try this okay cool i'm doing this too you should do this and it's just great feedback right because no but not one business can serve the world and um shoot i totally forgot i was going to say now (laughs) i had a break for a moment (laughs) so uh, but but you you open the door to a conversation that i'm super interested in having too which is the community aspect uh yeah you've you've moved um, into that into that community space, which is a natural evolution for a lot of businesses, uh, you yeah. know, from the white label partner uh, in through that development of a community. How how have you done that? What were the kind of key milestones along that journey? Yeah, so we started out. We started off with the. I think that was, I was going to transition into it. Was brain farted for a second. There was uh, was we started off with like a Facebook group page, mm. just have people uh, pop on a private Facebook group page and. Started from there, and as the community grew, um, I, we started getting people that weren't seeing our posts on Facebook, and so that made me go, "Well, sh- shoot, I really don't want to grow this thing anymore within within Facebook." <laughs> you know? No, why would you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it's yeah. 
So I found this great platform called circle.so. And it's a phenomenal platform that allows you to essentially build your own group, kind of like a Facebook group. And the funny part about it is that people could sign up to join your group utilizing their Facebook account. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're stealing Facebook's like all the data that they've already got right. to create to create your own group. And that's been fantastic because like building, your, building a community, I, I wish I would have did it sooner. It's super important because... One, especially get it. I mean, I understand Facebook and the groups and all that kind of good stuff, but man, like if Facebook goes down, what do you, you all your data goes with them, you right. know? And it's like building your, it's like the importance of building that email list, right? Your email list is your own, right? So, um, the, the building my community on that circle.so has been great because it's kind of like building like a, like a, a your own email database, but it's community based. Right. So um, it's been fantastic. People that I, I, I encourage networking within there and all that kind of stuff. People connect up and just learn from each other. So, um, so how did you get your your first kind of active participants in that? I mean, you said you started a Facebook group. People uh, want it. Uh, yeah. People yeah, they, they want it. it. So help me out with yeah. that. Just yeah. A little they, more they had, nuance there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess so, so. People. People want. I mean, we we are in a. We are in a information overload world. So there's so much information out there. And if you can, if you can niche it down so people aren't trying to search every little article, every little thing, and just kind of niche it all down for them where they can get all the information they need on a specific topic in one area, especially if it's a product or service that you offer, you know, that you want to be that go-to resource. You really don't want them going out to and finding a, another uh, expert, quote unquote, because there's so many quote unquote experts that are out there. So building that community, be, people want a, a quick, easy spot to go ask questions. If they have a question, even you, you can even use it as I mean, I, I don't like to, I don't encourage like support. Like if you have support questions, you know, email us, us at support. But if you're genuinely dealing like with a, a strategic topic, like hey, I'm having struggle, you know, ever uh, closing a client or you know, hey, how is it? How is how I need ideas on how to use the uh, the video email tool uh, within magnif within magnify to to get more engagement, things like mm -hmm. that. So, um, yeah, if if you if you could build a community that adds value to your product or service, that's the key. So, like with magnify, it's a phenomenal tool, but the strategy behind it is even better because then you're then the, the platform becomes sticky for people. Like they yeah. see value and continue to use it. Right? Absolutely. That um uh, th that engagement piece, you know, I guess it serves uh, for like a, a a force multiplier effect. You get to you get to mine new you know product direction. You get to yeah uh, you know work with those clients and increase the value prop on your end, right? What yeah. um uh what kind of major discoveries, product discoveries, or, or otherwise have come out of your community so far, like for for your business? Um, that's a really good question. I don't. Like we we are we are uh, out of the community. I, we we've got at the very beginning. So we start off with a video testimonial capture, right? To capture and produce video testimonials. Mm -hmm. um, next, we launched our our create a branded video tool because our users were sending themselves requests for videos and we're producing videos or the video testimonials. So we're like, okay, that's that's a you know, <laughs> and I, may as well meet them where they're at. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we just create create a branded video. That's what people want. They just want it branded, right? So and then. Uh, we started getting people asking about um, the ability to 
send three questions to their happy customer and have them each answer each question individually. And the platform produced a video with question and answer, question and answer. And we actually called it capture a case study video. And, but we, but this is, this came from the group was um, pivoted to call it capture a story video tool and versus, versus a case study video. Mm. And immediately, like we changed the verbiage from case study to story video. And overnight we saw a 50% jump in usage. Wow. It was crazy. I'm like, that's nuts. Just tweaking those little words, but that, that came from our white labels. That's awesome. They got feedback from their users and then that trickles down to the community. People post in the community. What do people think about this? And be like, oh, yeah, I like that. Just that great. It's like instantaneous feedback, especially for a small business to be able to pivot. Because we're not some giant SaaS platform by any stretch of the imagination. We're a very small SaaS platform. One day, hope to be at that level, right? Uh, at that, that bigger level. But um, but having that quick feedback to be able to pivot like that is just, is gold. And then we started getting people asking about being able to record a video and send it in an email. And we launched our video email tool in December of 2019. Then in 2020, the pandemic hit. And we started getting people jumping on their platform just to use our video email component. So that that alone really helped to scale up and grow Magnify. Just from adding video email and and, and our video email system was, uh, it was a first version of it. It was clunky. I felt bad. I'm like, oh gosh, but people still love it. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. So that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Cause, yeah. Cause then they were capturing because whatever thing was all, you couldn't go anywhere. They were sending video emails out. They were creating expert tip videos and putting them on social media, capturing video testimonials from customers. So they were really where it was helping them give all the tools they needed for success with uh, um, not just for the pandemic, but even beyond just being more active on social media with creating video content. That's awesome. Doug, we're, we're running out of time. I want to make sure that I'm we fine, get, I know exactly. Make yeah. sure we get a couple chances uh, for, for just a little bit more information from you. Yeah. First things first, Doug, um, who should reach out to you and how should they get a hold of you? Sure. So, uh, so a digital marketing agency looking to add their own in-house scalable video service offering or a business that just wants to add video that wants to start capturing video testimonies from their happy customers, right? Be able to send a video email and disrupt a busy inbox with a video. Um, great way to connect with me is on it is LinkedIn. Uh, so if you go to LinkedIn to search Doug Dibert, D-I-B-E-R-T, then comma J-R for junior. And I'll pop right up. I'm, I'm the only video guy in there, Doug Dibert. So I had to put junior there because people were thinking I was my, so I'm a junior, right? So people, I've got people that knew my dad and trying to connect up with me. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> right. So Doug Dibert, JR, I'm on there. So connect up on, on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, if you want to give Magnify a try, you can hop on a 14 day free trial, no credit card needed. So awesome. All right. And uh, the three biggest things you picked up along the way, Doug. Along the way in business? Yep. Yeah. So the first first would be is is communicate, right? Communicate clearly as much as you possibly can. Second, don't assume. Assumption gets you into trouble a lot. Don't ever assume something. And that goes back to the point one, communicate clearly, right? If you're not clear on something, don't feel you're going to be stupid, just getting clarity on something. Because if you assume something, you're going to look even, and it's wrong, you're going to look even more dumb, right? And the third one, 
is persistence is just keep going when it sucks. Right. It's kind of like, like going to the gym, right? So we, we don't want to go work out and there's mornings we wait. I was like, Oh, I don't want to go to the gym. The, the, the days we say, I don't want to go the days you need to go. Right. So keep going, keep persistent. And so there you go. Thank you so much for your time today, Doug. I really appreciate it. Uh, learned a lot from our conversation um, and super interested to go check out your platform. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you found it interesting, and I hope the viewers, the the viewers and the listeners as well. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Consulting Trap. If you have suggestions for future episodes or would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at brian at podcastchef.com. That's b r i a n at p o d c i s t c h e f dot com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef. Podcast Chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue-generating lead magnet for your consulting business. Our podcasting done-for-you service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast. Reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your business to the next level. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet. Or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, We will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck, uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, What are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, Those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks. Thanks.